systems go. Prepare for countdown. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Blast off to adventure in the amazing year 400 billion. Obscene, dirty, filthy, immoral. What are you people? On dope? Thursday, August 30th, 2012, and my name is Matt. And I'm Bunny. Bunny, what's up? Hey. It's episode 584, back once again. It's been a bit. Together again for the first time, forever. <laughs> Join us every Thursday or Friday or Saturday or Sunday or any other day of the week. We say hey. It's time for the Jam Hole. <laughs> Let's <sucker>. do this. That's <laughs> why you should follow the Jam Hole on Twitter, Facebook, Google+, because then you would know. Like, man, I'm sick of not knowing. When are you going to fucking podcast again? I say, hey, don't hate. Just, just follow us on Twitter. That's all. That is it. And you can call us live, 406-204-4687. If you'd like, just one of the many podcasts produced here in the ghetto studios, <laughs> beautiful downtown Kalispell, Montana. Some crazy ass shit goes on in this valley. I'll tell you what. It's been a very... I, like, got back. I went to Mexico, to Cancun, for a week for the most intense, hallucinating trip I've ever been on in my life. Uh, We're not going to talk too much about it here, because there's two episodes all about it from beginning, what I was expecting, and then when I got back, uh, what what really happened, as far as I can recall. Uh, On the Buffer Overflow Show, me and Joey Kelly, uh, BufferOverflowShow.com, the latest two episodes there, and on the Hotbox... Uh, Ian and myself, and we had a couple kids call in that were down there that I met. Those uh, are to great talk about episodes. Their trips, yeah. Just <laughs> you hear that and you're like, "Wow, was it really worth it?" Yeah, it sure fucking was. So, so it's I been... gain for the win. I'll tell you what. Yeah, it's been like about a week since you did the last show about it, and you're right. still, still still alive. on that roll. Still a okay. Still not sleeping. <laughs> I posted on Google Plus last night. I was like, you know, the sky and the constellations and the planets are so much more cool looking at 3 a.m. than they are at midnight, <laughs> even though I should be asleep right now. 100 more days to go, and we'll, we'll be keeping track on how long it takes me to just lose my fucking mind. So what's 100 days? Is that just uh, when you... It's when ibogaine gets metabolized in your body, it turns into noribogaine, and that's gets stored in your fat cells, and that's kind of what is making me not able to sleep. And they say that stays in your system for about 120 days, depending on how much fat you have, because obviously the obese people, it will just stay in there for, like, years. You know, like, you're, you're just never going to sleep again. And it's different, too, because we had a girl that was in there, and uh, her, Kelly, she talked about this on the latest uh, Hotbox episode. She was sleeping like a baby. She was A-OK. And we were kind of wondering the differences between male and female brain chemistry and how the ibogaine would affect, you know, each each person. And it's just, it, it's crazy. She she rolled in, and, like, uh, we talked about this on the, on the Hotbox, but one of the questions we'd always ask the new people is, like, have you ever hallucinated before? Have you mm-hmm. ever tripped? And she was like, no, I like to be in control. <laughs> we all just lost it. Like, <laughs> I want to watch. <laughs> Let's let her go first. So Mind officially watch. blown. <laughs> yeah, completely. 
And I mean, like I said, I, I've been on some trips before. Never something that was that intense for that long. It just it hits you, and then like hour nineteen rolls around, and you're like, <laughs> and anytime now. <laughs> Anytime. It's just way too long to be like peaking, hallucinating. Like acid mushrooms, you, you have this gradual come up, and then you peak, and then it sets you back down gently. This shit like kicks you in the balls. You're up here, and then it just drops you. All the, <laughs> you're like, fuck. But yeah, it, it was fun. Uh, it did the trick. So far, so far, so good. Well, yeah, it was mentioned on another show, just, you know, being around you and stuff. You definitely have, like, this spark in this, you know. It's not a zombie bot anymore. <laughs> no, you do have that sparkle and that, you know, that, that aura that, I know that's hokey, but, you Could know. Could be all it, the different drugs I'm doing now. <laughs> <laughs> like, you guys got to try this. It'll totally, if you have a tolerance, you're like, man, I can't get high from heroin anymore. Go do ibogaine and then go do heroin. You'll be, <laughs> no, totally get, don't do that. But it, it does. It, like. I felt it in my body, like, just cleaning some shit out. And you can't move. Like, it paralyzes you, which is crazy. Because you're in Mexico. You're in a hospital bed with an IV in your arm, or in my hand it was. And I, I like, I couldn't move. I was, like, listening to all this Spanish and this music and this... You hear didgeridoos, which is, it, you hear a buzzing sound from the drug itself, from the uh -huh. ibogaine. I thought it was didgeridoos. I'm like, who... The fuck is play? Stop the digital! <laughs> Stop it! So loud and just. And you actually visualize yourself going through your brain you and snipping whatever it wants you to visualize. You, you were have... cutting off that those connections. Yeah, that I was were... Link from Zelda, and I was in there, and the iboga plant spirit that everyone calls it, the iboga spirit, was that little fairy from With the big Zelda. circle of hearts. It, yeah, and it was like. <laughs> Thank you. Our princess is in another castle, but come on in. <laughs> About to have a party. Wow. It, it was it was insane. I I thought I went in there with like this just a little bit of ego. Like I'm a I'm a professional psychonaut. This ain't gonna be shit. It's it's shit. It's nothing compared to anything you've ever done before, unless you've done ibocaine. I mean, I don't even know what to compare it to. It, it's so intense. And you fucking hallucinate so hard. It's completely fascinating. <laughs> it you is. know, just I want to go down the there and study. And actually, the guy is thinking about flying me back down there here in a few weeks to make a documentary about the whole place, uh, the experience from start to finish. He said he'd pay my way down there. Mm -hmm. So me and uh, Ian from the Hotbox are are thinking about going down there and doing it. Well, it's almost, I mean, it's borderline a miracle. I mean, it is you, kind you, of. I was very about, skeptical about it. Like, this is really going to work? Really? Okay, well, sure. Well, that's what's so great about it is you went down there with that, you know, yeah, there's, yeah. this is, it's I'm not, not like going to fall for hokey stuff, you know, like, or. Um, yeah, it worked. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a little too good. <laughs> But it's such a devastating thing for people to have in their lives to be battling with addiction, especially to opiates. And there's oh, so yeah, many people sure. in this country that, you know, are in you the boat that you were in. Too, oh, yeah. Like people just walking the streets like zombie apocalypse shit. Like, yeah, where are you I mean, going? I've had it touch. Drugs. Drugs. <laughs> <laughs> right. And to know that there's something out there that can cure people of that and help them move forward with their lives when the success rate for all the traditional methods are so. Oh, I mean, yeah. You relapse like the day you get back. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> but this, it's like, 
you have to hallucinate. Otherwise, I think it would be too easy. We talked about this on the Hotbox that there was an article on the Wikipedia for Ibogaine that said, you know, treating people with Ibogaine without the hallucinations. Like, could you, can you do it? Can you engineer the, the, uh, the, the, the substance, the chemical to not make you hallucinate, but to still cleanse you? Mm-hmm. And I think, like, you, you kind of have to hallucinate because it, it that's in the back of my mind that like I don't want to go through that again. It's, I don't want a trip for another day. <laughs> I mean, right. I do, but I don't. And the things it shows you, I think it really solidifies the fact of what you need to do when you get back and everything. Well, and it, yeah, it scares it's you. It's not a just a physical addiction. Yeah, people it's, it's that, more that get to that point. Lot, yeah, it's absolutely based in your mental and your patterns and your propensities as a yeah, person. And the habitual. only way to cut those out is to really take a hard deep look at yourself and why you are who you are this was like borderline clockwork orange brainwashing (laughs) like i mean anything short of being in the chair with your eyes open and unable to close them like you close your eyes and you go into these visions and it's so real but then you would open your eyes and And you're back in the room but the room is doing this Uh, and this and lights and it's it's intense but if you guys want to hear more about check out the latest episode of the hotbox Hotboxpodcast.com and the Buffer Overflow Show. Buffer Overflow Show. Well, I'm seriously stoked for you. I was I was hoping for the best. And when you came back and I just thought, you know, there was this chance that he's just going to be, you know, well, you know, I still want to do this and that. and You know, and I did for a, a minute. Like the first few days I got back, I just wanted to sleep so bad. I was like, I could I could do a couple and be fine. And turns out here you can't go buy darts anymore from the the pharmacy. You actually have to have a prescription now. So as shitty as that is, just for harm reduction, uh, it, the junkies that are still doing it are using the same needles over and over again. That's really bad for you. Mm-hmm. But it is good that now people like me that go and get clean and then come back and want to relapse, and that's the only way you'll do it, like, you can't now. So it's... It's yeah, but good how many people bad. want to relapse and that's what's going to stop them? But, I don't know. But, it's what stopped me. Well, but, I won't do them any yeah, other way. Like, you know. <laughs> I, I, just, I will just not do them. And so it, it, I don't know. But in the end, like, you have to make the decision whether or not you're going to. Like, if I really wanted to, I could just eat a bunch and probably get the same effect. But that's mm-hmm. not the way I did them. So to me, like, that's not... That's not that my door thing. Shut now. Yeah, that's like, not my oh. thing. It's like, I don't want to eat pills. I want to shoot them. And if I can't, then, well, fuck it. Smoke weed. (laughs) When you came back, though, and you said, you know, that it worked, and I was like straight up grinning from ear to ear. I was so happy for you because I've been, you know, following this show and I've heard your story for so many years. And, know. you know, you've talked in great detail How and very I candidly for so long. I, you were very I, functioning. Mind, <laughs> I, I kept thinking about that. Like, how the fuck did you do that for so long? But you're so eloquent with your speech and how, you know, you can really paint a picture. <laughs> you can paint a picture with words that really drives your point home and you're very talented in that way so your struggle with it has been you know illustrated through your words in a way right. that nobody else has ever that's put it out that's kind of the other me. reason I want to go down there and do the documentary because I think I could do it just because of my background mm-hmm. like I could do it a lot more justice than I think even if they got like because it's in Mexico so you could have Mexican documentary makers do it but right. most of your patients are punk ass white kids like me right like, you know they're they're not going to get as much. And I know what that life is like. And I talked to a lot of kids there and a lot of us had the same story. You know, we've been doing it for 10, 15 years, got hooked on one thing to another, to another. And, 
a lot of them got in trouble with the law. Some of them didn't like me. And it's, I know how to put that all together in something that people can watch, especially if they're looking for it and kind of scared. Like, right. is this a scam? Is this bullshit? Is it, you know, because right. I had all of those preconceptions about it. So I think I that's can, a great idea. I yeah, think you I have the skills and I got the equipment. I got, mm-hmm. I'm just like waiting you have for the, the plane experience ticket. to yeah. drive it home. You can make that very powerful. Yeah. And I, it, Everybody that I've talked to that went through it and did the Ibogaine trip, like, they're all activists now. They all, they want to tell people about it. They have friends at home that are lost in this, you know, endless cycle of addiction. They're like, you know, if you can scrape the money together, this is the answer. Yeah, not only addicts, but families of addicts, you know. There's so many people out there that don't think that there's anything they can do to save their loved ones. I talked to the owner down there, and he says at least twice a day he gets a phone call from a mother that's in tears because she doesn't know what to do with her son or her daughter. And he deals with this just all day long, every day. And he's, you know, it's... Right. It's rough, not only on the junkie, but on the junkie's family. Like, it's, right. it's tough. I mean, there's so many people out there that think, you know, their relatives are basically dead to them because yeah. they're not the same person anymore. No, they don't have the same values. And they don't they, think they'll ever get them back. They, yeah. Well, yeah. What? How, are the, how else are they supposed to do it? All the conventional methods fail. And after over going and over through and over this, again. and I've gone through the conventional methods, and talking to the doctors there, like, it's, it's really infuriating that the lady... Dr. Nash got approval from the FDA for human trials. Then she went to get funding, and all of this public funding comes from the pharmaceutical companies. But because in order to make the ibogaine like properly, you have to create it in this anoxic environment, which is very expensive to do. It means uh, no oxygen, anoxic environment, zero oxygen. Like That's the only way you can synthesize this and create it and get it to the strength of what we were taking, these capsules of just pure ibogaine extract and so and they can't patent it so she sent out for like five different places to get funding and they all came back and said no and for something like this like purdue should be begging them to let them use it because of what they've done in the way they marketed oxycontin in the way they pushed it on doctors mm-hmm. the way their doctors pushed it on the patients and i mean it's been a huge cash cow for the pharmaceutical companies so yeah. i can absolutely see why they're like no bit, guys. it's time to give back a little bit Oh, and I mean, man. in Canada, where OPs have been banned, people are doing heroin now. So and evil. It's crazy. It's a massive epidemic. And if there was anything that was going to kick off the zombie apocalypse proper, this is going to be it. You know, it's it's so nuts that that it happens. And it's happening daily. I mean, Google News, Google OxyContin, like, look at it. There, mm-hmm. There's pharmacies and this and that and this and that. It's, it's just, it's nuts. It's pervasive everywhere. But it was quite the trip. I'm, <laughs> I'm definitely glad to be back. Glad to be podcasting again. Just from the different shows I do, like the support was just crazy. I don't know what I was expecting. Like I just, I guess I'd been doing it for so long. I just assumed everyone knew, and they just didn't care. They were just like, "Oh, it's just Junkie Matt doing it." Like no one, it it didn't like click to anybody like what I was doing when I was doing all of this other stuff and. To see, like, after that first episode came out, and people were like, holy shit, dude, I had no idea. Like, how could you fucking not? Like, how did you not know? You were very, very functioning. That well? I I, I don't know. It's... 
Well, you're not typical. I mean, people think of like a junkie. And I wasn't like pictured. in the alley, like sucking dick for crack or anything like that. I mean, I was, I would go to work. I would get my shit. I would go in the bathroom. I would do my shit. And then I would do my work. And then well, on my way home, I'd get your... more shit and I'd come home. I'd do it and I'd get high and podcast. You like, do your job. You were there all, you know, yeah, you, you were, you showed up to work. And then not only did you leave work, but then you produce all these other podcasts. You know, you're very intelligent. You know, you can, you can speak very well. We've already been over that, but you know, you've you're not I'm like where's the brain damage I wish it would (laughs) slow this fucking thing down that's the one thing me and Ian were talking about is that after you come out of something like this your mind is so fucking bored like I would just sit there and my mind is just doing circles and spins and like I kind of understand now like the morphine and the oxy it kind of quieted that to the point where I'm not, I wasn't like, duh, <laughs> but I'm still, <laughs> I, it was quieted down enough to where I could focus on what I needed to do. And like, now it's just, it's everywhere. And that's, that's one thing I'm having a hard time with. Now is you that, need Ritalin. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Absolutely it's ADD not. math. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I know that I don't have ADD because when I used to do Ritalin, it would fuck my shit up proper. <laughs> and it was like, yes, this is good. And I'm just going to sit here in my head, run laps, <laughs> tire myself out. But no, there and there was a guy in there that was in there for uh, cocaine and alcohol. And he had said, like, when he was, he tried Ritalin when he got out. And he's like, it totally calmed me down and focused me. And I was like, well, then you do have ADD. Because when I do Ritalin, it speeds me the fuck up. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> but yeah, it's... I hate using the term miracle cure, but it's it's nothing short of. I mean, it it if you want your life back, like this is probably the best way to do it, regardless of if you can handle a trip or not. Like you're well taken care of. The nurses are amazing. The doctors were amazing. Like they take care of you. You just got to be careful because there are. And I think somebody left a couple comments on the Buffer Overflow show uh, two episodes ago about they went down to one in Rosarito. And got completely ripped off, got dropped off at a hotel room, got shitty ibogaine, had shitty withdrawals for like 10 days. And I mean, the place I went to, like I, I got stuff before I left to keep, keep, keep me straight on the plane. And as soon as I got there, like, they're like, here's some morphine. Let's go and do what you got to do. Like I wasn't sick the whole time I was there. And they, they really, some places you go to, they're just like, whatever. You're just a fucking dumb junkie number in our system. Mm-hmm. They don't really care about what you're going through. Maybe it's it's hard to, to explain to somebody what it feels like when you're going through withdrawals unless they've experienced it. But these people, even though maybe they never experienced it, but they understood. They either saw enough people and they actually cared. They're empathetic to what was going on in your body and your mind. That all you had to do is say, you know, I'm really uncomfortable right now. And they were like on it. It was is weird that out of all the rehabs I went to in the U.S., the place I was best taken care of was in Mexico. <laughs> like, I don't step up your game, U.S. I mean, come on. Yeah. And it's kind of expensive, but so is treatment. Yeah. And so is drug addiction. This was the cheapest you know? treatment I'd ever gone through. Well, actually. yeah. The I mean, I know they were over 10 grand. This one was, I think, seven. Yeah. I mean, I've... so the jamhole.com slash donate, bitches. Broke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm broke and my mom's broke and my grandpa's broke now. Oh, but they have you back. <laughs> All courtesy of my <laughs> wicked drug habit for the last 20 fucking years. Nah, it was all right, though. And I think that was the other thing I kept thinking of when I was in there is that, like, all right, 
getting high doing drugs that was great fantastic you can't do that forever and i think i was getting to the age where had i continued it for another 10 years i'd be 40 another 10 years i'd be 50 that's where my dad died i was like man i'm getting pretty close to that magic number of 50 Mm -hmm. and i think if i didn't stop i don't know I mean, I could keep maintaining it and all that, but just, like, health-wise, I don't know. If I didn't have the job I had, I would probably be in a lot worse shape just because it forced me to stay active and moving, and I think that really helps when you're doing that stuff to to keep your muscle mass up and not just sit in front of the computer and, like, waste away, but... So now that you're not uh, on opiates and stuff, are you are you pooping more regular? Uh, yeah, I don't get. I want to mention that. How the fuck do you people once a? Are you kidding me? I was. Oh my god! I was like again. I'm not eating anymore today. Fuck this. Like, this is the worst. I was like a camel. I could go like a week and a half and be straight. Now it's like fucking on the day. Like, Christ, man. I'll tell you what. I must ate something in Mexico. Dude, I had three connecting flights on the way back. And after I got off the plane, I was like afraid to fart i was like looking for the bathroom and just uncomfortable i don't know if it was the shit still leaving my system literally or if it was the mexican water i mean i didn't drink the water there i drank the bottled water Mm. i don't think that's much better (laughs) it could have been a little bit whatever they were cooking i had some homemade chorizo which was yeah good shit but (laughs) then it was not good shit (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) fucking terrible though oh that's one thing I do miss. It's my irregularity. <laughs> I, I, I you get used to that. You know, you're 10 years, you're dumping like once a week and, and totally fine that way. And and then all of a sudden, like back to normal. That's like, I don't really like this. <laughs> like, man, you guys spend a lot of time on the pooper. <laughs> no good. No good at all. Did you have any questions about it that wasn't really answered? I think Ian um, did a pretty good job about kind of drilling us on what he wanted to know. But was yeah, there anything you were curious about? Or you're, Well, I think I've probably pretty much asked everything so far. Th- those two episodes, um, Buffer Overflow and The Hot Box, were very informative. Yeah, we pretty um, much laid it all I out I know. There. I was like, oh, what are we even going to talk about on the jam hole? Like, you've kind I of, know. like, gone from top to bottom we're, with this. We're just going to sit here and replay The Hot I'll Box. I'll just ask him about his, his poopy habits. And and <laughs> <laughs> this is the jam hole. Are you still <laughs> fucking regularly? <laughs> I had the weirdest sex dream last night. I fell asleep on the couch and like I woke up somewhere else and I didn't even it didn't even occur to me that this was a dream. <laughs> this is how fucked up I am. Like it didn't even occur to me. There were these two girls that I don't even like yeah, just two faceless. Girls. Oh dude, I'll tell you what. <laughs> like half naked just panties on and stuff and just we're in this room with people. And they were like dancing and stuff, and oh, then sounds like, like one of my parties. One of them came. <laughs> I know. I need to come to one of your parties. They like came over to me, and the next thing I know, we're like fucking. But it was like a two second, like I'm in, and then I came, and then I woke up, and I was like, fucking you're in the middle of saying sorry, sorry. <laughs> all over the couch, all over me. I'm like, God, where did? They- oh. Oh, oh, I have okay. feeling in my penis again. Just, it's amazing. Yeah, it, was, it was weird. It's like, this isn't going to take all day? Wow. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty awesome. So when you're on opiates, you poop once a week and you come like but it takes never. you all day. <laughs> all fu- and it's a work. Like, you got to really like close your eyes and fucking focus. Mm. Like, if you don't do that, I will 
beat your <laughs> I don't know it's it's a uh, it's interesting to uh, go through that and then to come back from it and like recall all of the the things that had happened and what's going to happen and what's currently happening it's I don't know man it's it's the three levels of of life <laughs> life well, I'm happy you're back and with the results that you've had. So the other night, uh, Ian was over here. Ian from the Hotbox, hotboxpodcast.com. Uh, he leaves my house at like 3, 4 in the morning. Because, again, I'm still not sleeping very well. And that's that's the only thing. Like, if that was fine, I would be totally normal again. But soon, right? Soon enough. And he leaves my house. And about five minutes later, I get this phone call. Frantic Ian. Dude! Dude! There's There's cops everywhere out here. There's bodies all over the road. I don't know what happened. I was like, Ian, calm down. First of all, turn around and come back here. And call- <laughs> No, I got through it. It's okay. But, dude, there was, like, bodies covered up in the road. I was like, what the fuck? And so the next day, yes. this story comes out that there was a man dressed in a military-style ghillie suit. Ghillie. Ghillie suit? Mm-hmm. Which, if you don't know, Google image search ghillie suit. G-H-I-L-L-I-E. It's the suits that the snipers use that, like, you can just lay down and you look like a bush. It was in Monty Python, one of their shows, where they're like, there are seven people here. Can you find them? And, like, they all just come out and they're like, (laughs) I did not fucking see them. That is crazy. So this guy has on this gilly? Gilly. Gilly. This Gilligan suit. Gilligan. (laughs) And apparently he was trying to provoke a Bigfoot sighting. Uh, and that was all well and good until he got hit by two vehicles and then killed. Yeah. Like, running... And you know what? I I should... Well, this happened long, long enough ago. We used to go to Glacier Park, and this one time we were there allegedly hallucinating on LSD, and one of the guys we were with gets down to his underwear, and we're down at this lake, and there's the highway up there. And he gets the idea he's just going to, like... Bigfoot across the highway when cars are coming. Oh, like scaring cars. He's just naked except for his whitey tighties. And he's like doing this whole thing, like to these cars and shit. And that, that kind of, when I heard this story, I was like, holy shit. If he would have got hit, this is what would have happened. <laughs> so the guy's name is Randy Lee Tenley. He's 44 years old. And it's, I love that this just hit all of the news sites I le- I look at. I'm like, oh, Kalispell, sweet. Yeah, it was picked up. Sasquatch stunt takes a tragic turn on highway. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And he was trying to make people think that he was Bigfoot. He was Sasquatch, so that people would call in a Sasquatch sighting. Which, how would you even know unless you had a scanner? Or you would read the paper the next day, assuming you didn't get if, run the fuck over. If it even over. made the paper. Oh, yeah. some crazy people said they saw a Sasquatch. Why wouldn't you just call in a Sasquatch? Like, like right. getting other people to do it. A 17-year-old girl runs him over on the highway after a 15-year-old girl hits him. Yeah. So just think, like, you're 15, you Dude. just got your license, oh. you're coming home. Mm-hmm. And the first thing, like, my first thing I hit was a deer. Popped the hood of my car up, went right in the ditch, hit a bunch of shit, totaled the car. She hit a person. Like, that's gotta, I mean, you're a 15-year-old girl, and well, you just hit this dude? Did she even know what she hit? I don't know. Because was in a ghillie suit, and it was going. dark. <laughs> dude, what the fuck? Oh, well. No. She's probably like, what the fuck was that? And she tried to, she pulled over. 
I like the the quote, alcohol may have been a factor. (laughs) Impairment (laughs) is up in the air. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wonder, yeah, if that first impact killed him or it was the second person that... He was trying to make people think he was Sasquatch, so people would call in a Sasquatch sighting. Montana Highway Patrol Trooper Jim Schneider said, You can't make it up. I haven't seen or heard anything like this before. Obviously... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Obviously, his suit made it difficult for people to see him. Yeah. Obviously. You know, that and the fact that it was like 2 in the morning. I think it was like 10.30. Dark. Was it? Yeah. No, because Ian left at 3 and the dude was still on the fucking highway. No, I, like, I think this, it was 10.30 because the girl was driving. They were, there was a lot of comments like, what were, what were a 15-year-old and a 17-year-old doing <laughs> out driving at, I think it was 10.30 at night, as I recall. But it's funny that it was that's why I wondered about your time frame when you were talking about Ian seeing it that late in the night that they still had his body out on the highway. Yeah, that's that many hours later. Maybe it wasn't. No, because it was it was like two thirty or three by the time he left. That's huh. But he said bodies like oh. he saw multiple things in the road, like covered up like he thought there was like this massive accident. Maybe he just exploded. Maybe he was just covering <laughs> up all the little body parts. parts. God. Hey, Stoner, where's that stupid Obama rant you littered the other articles with? I love the interlay. Yeah. You must have gotten some meth in with your weed. Better find a more reliable supply. (laughs) People are such assholes to each other. (laughs) You're the reason this country is going to heck. Everyone is so sue happy. Does it say going to heck? Going to heck. (laughs) Get over it. There we are, Kalispell. Yeah, I know. Way to represent. Cream of the crop. (laughs) Yeah. I drove past the accident scene today on my way to Polson. Those kids had the rigs locked up trying to stop in time. No way of seeing him due to the highway geometry. This selfish idiot traumatized innocent people for his own purposes and ended up dead. Those girls will be dealing with images of this sorry individual being struck by their vehicle for a long time. Will they, though? Mm. Well, I don't know. I don't think they can blame themselves. I mean, no. it... oh, here's one for us. Those of you that are making sick jokes about this should be ashamed of your <gasps> for shame, for shame. Yeah. No matter the reason, this is a very tragic incident for all the families involved. Thus, Darwin's law of natural selection mm-hmm. remains undefeated. Yay! There was another one about. 90% of rednecks deaths start with the words, watch this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, check this shit out. <laughs> oh, man. To Randy's family and friends, ignore these idiots, for they don't have enough brain cells to see what they are doing to you and his child. My thoughts and prayers are with you. <laughs> Sorry. Like, you dressed up in a ghillie suit at night and went running around. Like, what the fuck? Deer get whacked on this road all the time. Like, you were going to play Frogger and escape? <laughs> I, I mean, come on, dude. Yeah. Come the fuck on. Oh, wow. Yeah, God, I would have clearly... been pissed if I would have hit him, though. Like, mess up my truck Yeah, I'm like, would my insurance cover this bullshit? I know. Do you have insurance? Did you get that little <laughs> guinea suit insured? You fuck. Yeah. Do you think he was drunk? Do you think he would, like, would you have, was this something you would do sober? Because, like, when I said my friend did it, he was on acid. We were tripping and shit, but. I love a good practical joke, and there are a lot of things that I'll do to fuck sure, with people that are sure. that are hilarious, and alcohol doesn't have to be involved, and usually it's not, but I can totally see someone getting drunk and being like, you know what? 
You know, this is what this. I'm going to do. Yeah, watch, watch this. this. <laughs> <laughs> the best i want to see the look on his friend's faces when that first car connected <gasps> oh shit i'm getting the fuck out of here do you think there were witnesses oh uh, i don't know because it says that his motivations were ascertained during interviews with friends yeah who were not in the immediate area but were nearby i wasn't when there. the man was struck at about 10 30 p.m uh, yeah how that far could weird. they run before their place so they must have been out and then the next day when i was going to work they were back out there with the highway patrol truck and everything and like mm-hmm. measuring stuff and yeah. all that shit yeah so Maybe I don't. I wonder what was covered. Maybe clearly he saw he, the suit. Clearly they. He, if they, they told, got the body out of there, maybe Ian just saw the suit because it was dark and there were cops everywhere, mm-hmm. and he was kind of freaked. So maybe that's what it was. Yeah. Well, he clear- swore he's like, dude, there are bodies in the fucking road. I was, <laughs> I almost went down there. I was like, no I know. way. Are I mean, you kidding me? That's right. I'm such a. Twit I have such pick. a morbid com- such curiosity. A fucking <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm gonna call the new album, Rubbernecking. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. Uh, but he, he, so he clearly told people about his plan. So clearly. come on, there had been people that wanted to watch and watch that were this. there. They weren't going to say they were there. Crowd? Is that ha- illegal? Like if you were there watching and he like, is it on you to stop him? If well, he's in a military suit. I ain't touching could him. Could be, but yeah. Weird. If you, if my, if well, my, I don't know any of my friends that would do that. But if I was watching hypothetically someone i knew do that and he clearly got wiped fuck now, up see, if we were doing this my friend would have been in a giant frog suit <laughs> on all fours like trying to make it a <laughs> that would have been Absolutely. much better Absolutely, people suit. were there and they were most likely filming do you think there's footage of this there has to be i want to see I'm how sure. far he flew when the girl hit him there's no way that's going to show up in the paper yeah right but you know it's out there and they uh, took off i'm sure and yeah that's crazy i'm sure he didn't like tweet it or anything oh this is what i'm gonna do <laughs> and that's this. why people knew <laughs> watch this <laughs> oh, mass text it's so great uh he was in the right hand lane of travel and the vehicle was unable to avoid him and struck him it was the first vehicle driven by 15 year old girl from summers she's just right up the road but yeah Montana, gotta love it. <laughs> I love that question. Alcohol may have been a factor. Impairment is up in the air, much like his legs when the car hit him. <laughs> so bad. So. All right. Well, let's see. Uh, speaking of crashes and whatnot, we have a 100-year-old driver, <laughs> which... I know, just that, uh, that short phrase there. It's like, what? A 100-year-old man backed his car onto a sidewalk and hit 11 people, including, but not limited to, nine children, across from an elementary school in South L.A., right after classes got out uh, on Wednesday. This isn't the country kitchen buffet. Hey, where's Maker? When, a- how, this happens quite a bit. Like, old people just not even giving a half a fuck on the sidewalk. Like, this is the elderly lane, right? <laughs> I mean, look how slow everybody's moving. <laughs> this has got to be. <laughs> it was a powder blue Cadillac. Oh, was it? Yeah, when he was So driving. beautiful. <laughs> how, you, how many more times does this have to happen before... I mean, is it safe to say if you're a hundred... Can we have your license? I mean, what's the what's the cutoff age? Right. I'm not even happy with 65 year olds sometimes driving because they're and then they're texting and you know how long it takes them to read and they're like <laughs> on their, get jitter their glasses bug. out and they're 
<laughs> hitting those three buttons to like, get it to connect. <laughs> just plowing through children. Like, I mean, kids annoy the shit out of me, but I mean. Well, just the fact that there would be a hundred year old person living on their own is an amazing, you know, like, yeah. wow. Like, how do you remember really? to wake up in the morning? <laughs> like, you know? And my other question is how, if you're kids, like, you see this car coming, you're out the fucking way. They were waiting for ice cream. Ah. Yeah. He also happened to have a horn that was playing the ice cream man song. <laughs> Come and get it, little kids. <laughs> Running him over and throwing him in his trunk. <laughs> Breaking out. So um, I stay young. Four of the children were in critical condition. Firefighters arrived. They were stabilized. Uh, serious condition when they got to the hospital. Some of the victims were trapped under the powder blue Cadillac. The Snoop DeVille. Before <laughs> witnesses helped pull them out. Uh, helicopter footage f- showed a child in a pink t-shirt being loaded into an ambulance and a Hello Kitty backpack lying in the street nearby. Wow. Hey, NBC, powerful shit, guys. Yeah. I mean, really Some amazing powerful. reporting. Like, just, all right, now tight, focus in, zoom, Hello Kitty, and cut. Nice. Print it. Police identified the driver as Preston Carter. Whoa. Wasn't that uh, Lois's dad's name from Family Guy? Pre- oh. Or no. Is it Mr. I don't know. Anyway, uh... He talked to the TV reporters right after the crash, saying he has a license, and he'll be 101 next month. Oh, my God. My brakes failed. It was out of control. Did they? Or were you pressing down on the wrong one? Right. The brakes? That's the big one in the middle. You were probably on the one on the right, the little skinny one. Every time I hit the brakes, the car went faster. I don't know. Well, they and now they're saying that, you know, he's he'll be fine because he had a valid driver's license. You well, know? that's all that fucking matters. <laughs> Get this. Why the kids in the fucking sidewalk? It said, according to California's Department of Motor Vehicles, people over the age of 70 must renew their driver's license in person rather than via the internet like or every mail. every day? But then it's what, like good for 10 years? <laughs> yeah, so he, right. <laughs> he passed it when he was 90. You should renew that good. shit every day. Yeah, I know. Every day. Every month. Can I drive today? Hmm. How many people did you hit on your way here, <laughs> asshole? My brakes failed. It was out of control. Oh, wait, it's 3 p.m. I'm late for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get to bed. <laughs> uh, asked about hitting the children, he said, You know, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, in that case, All right, dismissed. you can go home. I wouldn't do that for nothing on earth. My sympathies for them. <gasps> is this a rational? Or are you just so senile at that point that you could really say anything and, like, it's fine. Just go go home. Wow. We'll drive you home. After initial investigation, it appears Carter was pulling out of a parking space. <laughs> of course. But instead of backing into the street, he backed onto the sidewalk. <laughs> you called it. That's so. I'm sorry. This isn't funny. I mean, it is. But it's, <sighs> this isn't the country kitchen buffet at all. <laughs> what are all these fucking kids doing here? <laughs> oh man! The car hit a group of people who were gathered to buy snacks from a street vendor, aka the ice cream man. Yeah. I think it was a miscalculation on his part. The gentleman is elderly. You think? Uh, who uh, said Rodriguez, who added, there's no age limit for having a driver's license in Cali. 
obviously he's going to have some impairment on his decision mate. Really? No shit. That's why you don't give him a goddamn driver's license. Well, obviously you're going to be impaired, but I'm going to go ahead and I don't usually do this. I like you. I'm going to go ahead and do this. There you go. We'll see you in 10 years. We'll see you in the we'll news. We'll see you in five at your funeral. <laughs> Shit. Older drivers have been involved in other tragedies. Oh, do tell. In 03, an 86-year-old man mistakenly stepped on the gas pedal of the car. That's not the brake. shit my pants. He fucking plowed through a farmer's market, injured like... I remember that. We talked about this on the show. Santa Monica, 10 people were killed. 63 injured. This is a good old... Brake. It was like a good old-fashioned GTA 3. I'm just going to drive on the sidewalk and hit hookers. Yeah. That's it. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, According to the California's DMV, people over age of 70, like you said, must renew in person rather than the internet or by mail. Uh, Older drivers can also be required to take a supplemental driving test if they fail a vision exam or if a police officer, a physician, or a family member raises questions about their ability. What about Matt and Bunny of the Jam Hole? Like, what if we raise questions about their ability? Right, I'll like just go through DMV doing. records and just point know, right? 80, 90. Ke- Ke- Kevin Mitnick, we need, uh, we need some DMV access. You want it? <laughs> We're I don't saving lives. That's right. Uh, Rodriguez said the collision was being investigated as an accident. Oops. Oops. Sorry. Sorry. I feel awful. Uh, his car still sat draped in police tape on the sidewalk across from Main Street Elementary more than two hours after the crash. So, fantastic. Where are these fucking games coming from? Get off my lawn, goddammit! I'm trying to park my car. <laughs> trying to go in and change my depends. Just poop myself. I guess that's something him and the kids had in common. They all walked away from this with just shitty-ass drawers. <laughs> dirty. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, if you would have had pillows strapped to yourself, this never would have injured you. But maybe you couldn't find pillows because this dude stole them all. <laughs> pillow pets. Do you know what a pillow pet is? I do know what a pillow pet is. Really? <laughs> yes. Is it a sex I've, toy? I bought a couple. <laughs> Do they come with a little like keychain and a, a no, an AKC registered pillow? They're pet? like it's like This a- is purebred shit, motherfucker. <laughs> no, it's shit. like it's like a furry pillow with a head and <laughs> and a mouth <laughs> like this. <laughs> you put your do penis you in that? here and then you hold on to it here. But there's a piece of velcro on one end and like an opposite piece the, uh, the and sticky part. That comes part. with gloves yeah, that you so- can stick it to and then <laughs> You you probably could if you're hmm. into reality and want to harm animals. <laughs> but you velcro the two sides together and it kind of folds the pillow in half hmm. and it makes a little animal. Really? But then you can unvelcro it and it's flat and it's a pillow. Like a body pillow size? Are we talking about? No, or? it's like probably like, like two small, feet by like two feet. Pillow yeah, pillow? like about the size of those pillows. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's, it's just like a, p- a rectangular like pillow and then you fold it in half and it it's like it has little feet and the head and stuff and it's an What animal. would you do with thirty five hundred of those? <laughs> I'd sell that shit on eBay. I'd build the biggest pillow pet <laughs> fort you've ever seen. Do you ever watch the show Community? Yeah. Do you remember when they built the pillow fort? <laughs> So awesome. Oh, yeah. man. So, yeah, this dude, Southern California, Oceanside, he stole 3,500 of these fucking things from an Oceanside warehouse. 
Uh, he has avoided jail, thank goodness. They wouldn't let him take his pillow pets in. $84,000 worth of pillow pets. You're the pillow pet in jail. <laughs> <laughs> you just fold him up like this, Velcro here, bada bing, bada boom, you're in. <laughs> Slide in. $84,000 worth of the popular animal-shaped toys. Yeah, they're expensive and, and kids And he sold about 11000 worth yeah. on eBay. Wow. Yeah, kids I've are all over it. Well, are they yeah, like popples? I mean... Yeah. They Furbies? Do they talk? Popples. Can you fuck oh. them? Do you remember Popples? Yes, I do. God, I just love that shit when I was a little gay kid. Yeah, well, all kids fucking love pillow pets. They must market him like pretty hardcore because, yeah, they know about him and they want them. I got bribed out of a couple, so. The Mutt in the chat says, I have one for paintball. I don't know if he was talking about a pillow pet or a guinea suit. Oh. <laughs> I don't know when that message was sent. But I think it's kind of old. Yeah, probably. A, oh, it must have been a ghillie suit. I, I have a pillow pet for paintball. And yeah. I have a ghillie suit also for my pillow pet. It's my pillow pet ghillie suit. No big deal. Uh, the pillow pet maker, CJ Products, says Wright was an independent contractor and was allowed to sell some pillows, but he never paid the company. Beginning in January, he started pilfering pillow pets. By sneaking them out of the warehouse. <laughs> Who wants to come home with daddy? All right. Little pillow pet just shoving them in trash bags, like taking the I'm trash out. I'm trying to out. think how much I paid for them. It had to have been at least 20 bucks. I'm thinking it's more close to like 30, though. So for stealing 3,500 pillow pets, he's getting 15 days of community service and three years probation. <laughs> Oh, does nice. he get to keep the pillow pets? <laughs> nice. Oh, the mutt says, yeah, he has the ghillie suit, but his son has the bumblebee. So that's oh. pretty sweet. Did you pay $11,000 for that <laughs> eBay? <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, speaking of snuggling with your pillow pets, give us some <laughs> updates, Snuggle Master. What's, uh, what's been going on? Have you um, had any clients yet? <laughs> I could. Um, I kind of stopped checking the email after a while because there just wasn't any response. We had a couple early yeah. on, like right away, and then it just, I'd check every couple of days and nothing. Did anything ever come from the couple that you had? Like, did you email them back and then um, just never heard from them again? Boy, you know, I can't remember if we did or Sent them pictures of this rack and they just got scared. <laughs> like, whoa. I think we talked about what we should do. I think I emailed one person back. Some, I, I emailed them back like a frequently asked questions list and I never heard back from them. But their Gmail name was open funds i think they're probably like soliciting prostitutes or something and when i sent him <laughs> that's information, gonna cost that... <laughs> you way more than i mean come on right um and then i got it i thought the other day oh you know it's been a while since i've checked that account i looked in there and there was two more responses and they actually seem like legit people that just want more information and think the i love idea the is email great. address of the first person like you're oh, using yeah. the uh, you're using the family Bresnan email address, <laughs> not your personal email address, aren't you? I know, right? That was... I would be interested in hearing more about the service. It sounds interestingly relaxing. <laughs> I'm a local business professional, and I'm very familiar with massage, if you know what I mean. <laughs> but lately, it's just not very personal. I mean, I'm like, touch me, and she's like, no. I'm like, no, personally, I need you to touch me. I've been through every massage therapist in the valley. I know. No happy ending. No, more, <laughs> they're sad endings. They're very sad, and they usually end with me crying. <laughs> I would like that relaxing, personal touch. Yeah. All over my balls and peanuts. <laughs> Thank you. And the best email to reach me at is this, because the other one is my family email. I do not check the email on this computer very often. 
Thank you in advance. I look forward to chatting with you. I know. See, he's trying mm-hmm. to really put it out there. I know. He wants a response. I know. He's working it. Work he's got it. thrown game. A raging clue right now. <laughs> <laughs> about to get clue go all over this. Yeah, I was so excited to see it, though. I opened it up and I was like, oh, I have two inbox. <laughs> and then the other one. Please tell me more about this service and how much it costs. Three question marks. Where are you located? Two question marks. <laughs> He's very inquisitive. Yes. I can tell yeah. by his total of five question marks. <laughs> two sentences. One, two sentences with one awesome typo. <laughs> tall, tell, I don't know. Yeah, so I'm I'm not sure what I should do. I mean, are you I... afraid to like really pursue this because you don't want to end up having to snuggle with some creep well, fest or what? I want to pursue it. I want to take it as far aside from actually like way. meeting people. <laughs> I'm gonna take this all the way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I I I curious enough to almost want to actually meet somebody for this but it, i i kind of just want to see we I need wanna... to outfit you with like some hidden cameras and shit just in case i feel like that i don't know well i, I can't don't... send my bunny into like some crazy creep <laughs> freak hey, show that like i know it's gonna how to put you it. down in a pit and make you rub lotion all over the skin or else you'll get the hose again i, I Ooh, feel terrible about hose. that no, I. <laughs> and you probably there'd probably be someone coming looking for me, thinking I did it because I was the last one she was seen with. <laughs> she did it for your show, you motherfucker. Yeah, I'm sorry, it was her idea. Yeah, good luck uh, getting Judge Sullivan sympathy at that point. <laughs> <laughs> right? Can we do this after my small claims court hearing? Which I am. I can't wait to tell you guys about this. This shit right here. Oh man. I got the I got served this during uh, AOT the other night. I straight up got served. Well, <laughs> somebody got served. All right, so I need to. I guess I just need to. We need to talk about what you need a what, snuggle dungeon. What the next step would be when someone responds? So we didn't really get past just wanting We're to see like swap if anyone pictures or do you care what they look like? Mm. Is the room going to be completely dark? Or? Well, I don't think they care. Are, I care. Are what they coming I'm... to your house? Or are we renting the blue and white out for the night? <laughs> the blue and white. <laughs> My no. office is right in back of Finnegan's, uh, also known as the blue and white. You know, I have access to a lot of vacant houses, and that's Whoa. actually like the Dude. thought that kind of went through my mind at first. You know. Because, well, yeah, come on. I, the next female that sends you a message, you send them my <laughs> way. Right. I know what you're doing. You're like ditching all the dudes and being like, ah, chicks. I can snuggle up with some chicks, no problem. No. They're not going to rape me. I don't have to put out ads <laughs> to be able to snuggle up with chicks. <laughs> <laughs> me either. <laughs> but, I just got to find a fucking babysitter. But I need oh. to find like some sort of... Um, we need to figure out like, Happy medium. like the, no like next step or right? there has to be like some email that goes out Do you next think, to are you finish like a little a, bit um, more like not a background check but like I maybe need maybe some sort of a questionnaire send me or your something. social networking account tell me I need something to see about your Facebook. you I need right. to see your Twitter Ooh. I need to you know really I need to know you before I know you <laughs> well i need to at least have some sort of a questionnaire or something you know i want to know why maybe we should let what... the listeners make the questionnaire and then we'll <laughs> use that to send out i would out. love to because i would love to just have a list of things i sent or a few questions about yourself you know this is my paperwork you know 
my initial right. paperwork. Uh, like you would fill out in a doctor's office. The yeah. Snuggle application. Right. Yeah. I, mean, I want to find out what what about this service appeals to these people. Like, why would they take the time to write an email and reply to this ad? Those and why would it pique their interest? <laughs> well, they haven't that, seen those that yet. That rainbow so. bright hair and those fat ass titties. What else do you think appeals? I mean, come on. Well, yeah, but they haven't seen me. You know. Yeah. They, yeah. they just see I. Someone well, that's true. You snuggle. didn't put like any no, anything. Up. No pictures. Text. And in one ad, I put the stock snuggle master photo from her ad from her website and it just shows and promptly got sued it shows two people just like snug like spooning on a bed you know Big and spoon, you, little spoon right yeah so hmm. so it's not I, and that's why it didn't that's why i chose not to put a picture in the ad because i didn't want it to be blatantly sexual you know right, because right. which yeah, i mean you, how can you take a picture that's not you know yeah. i mean <laughs> right you make a funny face like ah oh, that's so sexual stop it <laughs> stop being so sexy yeah, so uh, I want to draw people in more, you know, at least I want. Imagery I, does that, uh, But I, I want to question people and f- get more into First. their psyche like, just for curiosity, you yeah. know. Well, it's interesting. Whether like, I take it any point further. You want to come and further, touch a total stranger? Because yeah. most people are like, they have this bubble that like, don't come, unless I know you, like, just stay away from me. I don't well, yeah, like well, that's what my ad like says is, you know, Americans are so anti-touch as a society, you know, right. it's like a weird to touch Well, we can people. blame the Catholic p- priest for that. I mean, <laughs> right. No touchy. But yeah, it just would kind of like to learn a little bit more about these people that are responding, you know, just, just out of curiosity and my own personal, you know. Tell me what happened in your childhood <laughs> that caused you... Not to be touched or to be touched naughty. Mm. <laughs> and then we can really start breaking down a little slippy little ibogaine. You're in for the duration. <laughs> uh, well, I was telling you earlier, there is a post on Facebook that I saw of, you know, someone that I know. And he's not unattractive at all. You know, just a normal guy. But he was talking about how he'd been single for a couple years and all these positive effects that having that time outside of a relationship has had on his life, but the part he missed the most is having someone to cuddle with. I can't cuddle myself, you know. Well, <laughs> if you got a pillow, pillow pet, pet. Pillow right. pet. But nothing... Would you dress up as a pillow pet if someone had, like, maybe a rabbit fetish or a fox fetish? That oh, would cost you, you more. I'll be Sonic. Details. <laughs> and we'll just pillow pet. Right. Pillow pet with the So I sent a leak to this ad. And, of course, he has no idea that I was the person that posted the ad in the right, first right. place. But his just response was like, my secretary. oh, my God, you know, this is amazing. <laughs> Some, this person's on to something. And I actually heard um, on Joe Rogan's podcast. It wasn't his. It was Ice House Chronicles. Okay. It, he's on it. But they were talking about touch. And how important that is. And they, they brought up the story, oh, there's some person in L.A. that does a, you know, like a cuddle service. The hug lady. It, well, no, she's in New York or something. Oh, okay. So it was someone else different that was doing that. And Joe Rogan. Because the lady we saw this from was in the U.K., right? No, it was it was New York State. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. And uh, he talked about how the same thing. He had been single for a little while and just didn't even realize that how much his life was lacking just from other physical contact. Right. And he had a fan give him a hug after a show. And he was just like blown away by. I know he was like, I just instantly felt like, wow, this is amazing just to have someone hug me, you know, that touch. And um, so it's interesting. It is interesting. I think it's a good idea. When does that wear off, though? Like, when when does it cross that threshold from being nice to being almost too much and overwhelming? When your boner's just like raging, knocking on the door (laughs) to the zipper, trying to get out? (laughs) Like, I. Well, the, what would you do 
if that like all the, you just felt this poking like w- would you just go with it or would you be like all right stop put that away and get like the cold spoon and fucking thwonk him one or? if i actually did this and it seems to like it's almost service, inevitable well that that would happen yeah i mean unless the dude's gay or something or, right and it's i don't know I just I know the effect I almost have out of your control, people. right? Yeah, I just I can't help it. Like raging you know? bull down here. I mean, <laughs> I I think that I wouldn't want someone to feel uncomfortable because they got an erection. It just it would depend if I felt it. I would probably you know I'd notice it. Oh, but if but if I felt like more, if I felt like not if I felt an the erection, I probably wouldn't do much. Hips. But it started doing the pokey thing, you know. <laughs> let me in. I would. Oh, let me I would have to shut it down, you know, that'd, that'd and, and that's the circumstances that we talked about, you know, this is done in is, you know, it's public almost, you know, there are oh. other people around, you know, you're safe. See, I'm picturing like dark room, couch, you know, well, up to the person's preference on where right. do you want to lay down and snuggle and fall asleep and then I'll leave or do you like, I, I, would, I don't know, there seems like there there could be a lot of. I would Leeway never, there. ever have any. It'd have to be pretty strict for me to feel comfortable to do it. It would have to yeah, be a secure, too, like, safe environment. Yeah. It'd have to be in a place where in I knew that there was somebody <laughs> was, right was a shout away and had my fucking right. back, you know. And You'd need um, a pimp outside the door, basically. <laughs> right. Yeah, at least one person, you know, if not yeah. several that well, were there and, like, hanging out and ready to, you know, we'll yeah, it. have my back. Roll in there with the podcast equipment and be like, sir, sir, what are you... <laughs> What the fuck? Reminds me of a joke I read the other day. My girlfriend's a porn star. She's going to be so pissed when she finds out. (laughs) Awesome. Where'd you hear that at? Oh, it was on Twitter or something. Love the Twitters. I mean, come on. Yeah, so if you guys can help us out and send us some questions, I would love to put together a questionnaire. What do you guys want to know about the kind of people that are going to be into this? Well, yeah, because we have a few people now that have responded, and I want to take it that next step and find out more. So... I'm Email gonna, info at thegemhole.com and we'll collect all of the questions and we'll put together a little FAQ. Yeah, I'm going to... You should buy a domain name and we'll build you a, a little uh, like Snuggle Master 406 <laughs> or something. You know, build a little site for it that we can point people to rather right. than you having to do these emails and oh, show all the time. Yeah. We could have it all on the site, host it on the server and just, you know... Right, because people are way more apt to click on a link and look at a website than actually post an email with their Get return right address. Now. Snugglebunny.com. <laughs> go daddy. Go. No, don't use go daddy. <laughs> worst hover hover.com all right all right uh yeah i think that's great so email info at the jamhole.com and we'll collect all of the questions and put together something coherent i want to read good. this story about the drifter oh you want to do the drifter yeah. next all mm-hmm. right let's do it they call me the wanderer <laughs> yeah baby i'm the wanderer I roam around, 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 around. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yes. Oh, look at your face. I know. It's Kate. like Charles Manson. This dude's 25 years old. His name's Russell Christopher Hofstad. He, he looks look like 25. he's in his 40s. Yeah, he looks rough. I think I look more 25 than this guy does. Absolutely. That's, that's terrible. <laughs> Holy shit. So what did uh, this guy do? Phoenix, not a fan of cats, I, I suppose. Well, maybe. Uh, From Arizona, he's just a drifter, and apparently he allegedly... Well, no, he did. This is no alleged to it. He's in jail now. Uh, He skinned a cat and wore its tail and its innards around his neck. Yeah. My little... My necklace. My my (laughs) catless. Well, what else am I going to do with this? I know. I mean, like the Indians, you got to use 
the Every whole part. cat. Yep. I made this violin, <laughs> and I just I had these. I had this tail. And, I don't know, kitty. He uh, actually planned on stuffing the animal to, and saving the skeleton for Up his ass for a decoration for a party. You know, oh. all the parties he throws. Well, yeah. You know, I mean, he throws mad parties. Yeah. I mean, so this is Russell. You have to decorate to throw a good party. You Duh. know, you have to theme it you out. Start cutting cats' throats and... <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering what that blue is on his face. Like, he yeah. started to go as an avatar, but then thought better of it, or... <laughs> then he ate it? I, I don't know. Yeah. What's what's on his on the other side of his mouth? It looks like herpes. <laughs> I have That's no. not hair. It looks like blood almost. Where's or... the rest of his mustache? <laughs> That's what I'm wondering. He does like, sir. Where here? If you're listening live, check it out. Look at the picture of him in the chat there. Where is the rest of? It looks photoshopped almost. Like I want to zoom in on it and see that it was erased right there he's got the little hitler thing going on kind of he's got the reverse hitler the reverse hitler that's that's exactly it thank you styling uh he's 25 years old like i said he's going to have four years probation once he gets out of the two-year prison sentence does he have different colored eyes uh maybe Hmm. one's definitely brown but that may be fecal matter i'm not (laughs) quite sure yet uh he played no contest last month to a felony animal cruelty charge and guilty to burglary charge so it wasn't even like his cat he broke into mm. some fool's house and then killed their cat yeah he was a drifter of course he doesn't have a cat Dude, if he tried to pull that shit here my cat would have torn his shit up <laughs> like your cat must have been a pussy i mean no pun but like you can't even get near my cat if she doesn't know you and even if she does know you if you're a dude good luck please say that he had eaten parts of the cat what well, parts some- do you think he ate Hmm. Well, spare ribs. It's been a while since he'd eaten any pussy. So. <laughs> oh, the whole thing. That's just uh, foul. There was a serial killer that I read about a while ago, like in really? the 70s, that he had like um, some sort of vampire psychosis. Ah, yes. And he thought his blood would turn to powder if he didn't drink blood well, yeah. to keep it wet. I mean, obviously. <laughs> so he's, he, he would palette. catch animals around his neighborhood and stuff. Catch and release. He, no, he'd put them on his, in his a blender <laughs> oh, no, oh, and then drink like, it. Like, like that. <laughs> At first, I was like, <laughs> I can't remember his name, but I think he had. A, he came from like a fairly wealthy family, so they took care of him. They knew he was kind of out there, but they were all about, you know, well, let's just, you know, it's our sick son or whatever. So right. we're, we're going to pay okay. his rent and give him an allowance and, and shit. <laughs> but this is one of the reasons I used to not ever lock my door. You know, I I lived in a rural area. We live in Montana. Come That's on. That's when we first moved up here from California over 15 years ago. That, that my parents were like, everybody leaves their doors unlocked here. That's yeah, so weird. We're just like batting them down, closing the gates, and like pulling down the bars, and then boarding them. I mean, like well, ridiculous. Shit, yeah, but. and I used I, for a, a long time I didn't even have a key to my door because I had lost <laughs> it, and I was just like, fuck it, Whatever. you know. And yeah, I never locked my door ever, and now my door is always locked even when i'm home it's locked huh well what happened i read i I was Uh bored at work Uh slow so i got on like true tv.com and i was reading like because i have a really morbid sense of curiosity motherfucker just opening the door like hitting his rape on or something there's some fucking crazy motherfuckers out there in this world and you start reading enough stories about the different things that have happened Mm -hmm. true stories in this country of fucked up things that have happened that first dream about it and then you're like oh shit (laughs) no i just you know it just seems stupid it wasn't worth the risk it's 
like, come on, just turn the lock and yeah. you're good, you know, or at least you're that nine much times safer. Out of ten, I mean, if somebody really wants to get in, they'll get in, but more times than not, the lock will be sufficient to make them move to the next Right. One. But this guy who thought he was a vampire or whatever, he left his <laughs> he neighborhood. He just walked through the fucking door. He didn't, he, <laughs> no, he left his house, his little apartment and starts walking around neighborhoods and just started his trying coffin. doors. He started trying doors. Wow. And then he found that was un- one that was unlocked, went in and murdered this mother of, and her children and then Damn. drank their blood and then well, just obviously. wandered back home and they had no idea who did it or why because it was so random and he did this like over and over again until wow. they finally figured out how long this did, guy. until they caught him like, um you years? know i don't remember for sure i don't think it was months, years maybe? yeah it was probably months right, right. It, it had happened and there were always huh. you know neighbor animals and different things missing and, yeah yeah they say um, that's how they start i have a couple books on serial killers and they say a lot of them start out that way with animals and then even dexter i mean yeah, you saw that with the yeah. animal thing there's some crazy motherfuckers out there Fuckin though a. and they don't have to be inebriated they just have to be like in and there's no reasoning with them you know you're not going to beg for your life with somebody that thinks you know yeah there's no maybe that's the scary part about it is that the things are doing god's work or something god's talking to me you know (laughs) once they're at that point like there is no reasoning with them or like here take my money or or, you know get them distracted enough to where you can grab your gun and put Mm -hmm. them down or i mean something like those people they have that look in their eye that like they're going to do this regardless of what you do or say. There's no empathy. There's no sympathy. There's no, it, it's a complete disconnect from any kind of societal humanity type of feelings that they're like, you're not a person to them. Yeah. And you're so not. There is no, you can't find an even ground to start your manipulation or your engineering of their social behavior to get them out of your house. Like, right. There is right. no, all you can do is shoot them. And Hence then, my doors are locked <laughs> and I have a gun. <laughs> so. a girl. Not a girl. <laughs> Yeah. So they arrested this guy after he broke into a Phoenix warehouse used as a music venue. Officers found the skin and gutted remains of a cat inside, and Hofstede wearing the cat's tail and a piece of its, quote, internals around his neck on a rope with his face painted like a blue avatar. (laughs) (laughs) Police said he had eaten parts of the cat while some of its other internal organs were kept in a cooler. Oh, well, you got to, you don't want to get, you don't want to get like food poisoning no. or something. I mean, I don't want to throw it all up again. <laughs> it would just be gross. I mean, disgusting. I oh. know. I mean, I'm not an animal. Come on. Come on. Have a little respect. A hostage told police he had recently been released from jail hmm. and had nowhere to live. Hmm. He said he had not eaten in a few days, so he hit the cat with a stick and then stabbed it. He planned to stuff the animal and save the skeleton, quote, for a decoration for a party. Well, see, he's optimistic. He didn't have anywhere to live, but he was thinking, you know, one of these days I'm going to have a place to live and I want to throw a banging party. This is ask and you shall receive. <laughs> I had no place to live. Now I'm in jail. I had nothing to eat. Oh, Now well, I have yeah. this cat food. <laughs> like, literally. And now I have party decorations. <laughs> I don't see the downside of this here. <clears throat> I mean, fuck. Cats are a dime a dozen, right? Just ask the Chinese. <laughs> All right, uh, a couple more quick stories before we wrap this thing up. Uh, This is pretty awesome. You know what T-bowing is, right? You remember T-bowing? I remember T-bowing. Or however it's... It's God, I hate people sometimes. I love that South Park episode they did about all the memes. Oh, yeah. Just one after another after. You can't keep up because they're always... (laughs) It's so brilliant, right? (laughs) That's so funny. Uh, So this guy... Uh, Western Pennsylvania, where maybe they're a, a couple decades behind the rest of the country here, 
Uh, from the smoking gun, uh, the Shenanango Shenang- Township Police, they're on the lookout for a man who assaulted a 17-year-old in front of his house Monday night. The kid drove his lawnmower out into the road, and the suspect, this guy, he was driving by, got out of his car, shoves the teen off the motor, and then walks towards his vehicle... Stops and kneels down. Does a Tebow. Tebow tops his car, takes <laughs> off. <laughs> yes! So brilliant. Uh, Thank you, humanity. He then hauled ass out of there. Police are looking for a tall, bald man with glasses and a predilection oh, they never found him. for memes at inappropriate times. The kid's like, are you Tebowing? He's laying there all hurt and I fucked know. up. <laughs> no, this is called I Just Got My Ass Kicked by this old dude. So that, that's pretty awesome. Uh, and, oh man, this is kind of scary, I guess. In Missouri, two farmers down there, or over there, down there, have been infected with a brand new tick-borne virus that the CDC is calling the Heartland Virus. Oh. Come to the heartland of America and die. The men recovered, but suffered serious illness that required hospital care and weeks of convalescence. Uh, the symptoms include fever, severe fatigue, headache, and nausea. Are you sure they weren't just having dope withdrawal? No. Uh, their platelet <laughs> it counts... It was the Midwest. <laughs> uh, you never know. Hillbilly heroin, right? Their platelet counts plummeted, but even though platelets are necessary for blood clotting, they did not suffer abnormal bleeding. A report on the new virus is in the current issue of New England Journal of Medicine. So far, the Missouri men are the only known cases of Heartland virus in the world, but experts are sure they'll find more. Because the experts planted the virus. Oh! <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I can't justify this, but I'm quite certain there will be more. Yeah, I, I can't tell you why I know there will be more. I mean, why I believe? Did I say no? I believe there will be more. <laughs> uh, but, but it is weird. Just trust there will that be. That next sentence: the Missouri men are the only known cases of Heartland virus, but they they live sixty more. miles apart. And they got infected right? independently. Yeah. So if they were bit by a tick 60 miles apart, there's hell some, yeah. some heartland ticks down there. Then, uh, <laughs> I like this quote. We're pretty excited about it. <laughs> one, of oh, side, yeah. uh, one of the CDC experts. We're, we're really excited about this. It's not every it's, day. Yeah, it's not every day that you find something new, particularly in the world of tick-borne diseases. Yes. We often work with what might be considered antique diseases such as rocky mountain spotted fever those scientists are like yeah aka chlamydia uh, nicholson says the new virus is in the flebovirus family which contains more than 70 members and another twist heartland virus appears to be a cousin of another new human virus called severe fever with thrombocytopenia syndrome virus discovered last year in china Another possible cousin may be the Banja virus, a little studied virus that has been found in some mammals, birds, and reptiles in Asia, Africa, and Europe. So, so is this? I wonder if this <clears> virus <throat> has like potentially fatal. Implications. Mm, I don't know. I suppose like if you didn't serious. get treated right, you would. If it's lowering your platelet count, but you're not suffering abnormal bleeding, but if you were to cut yourself at that point, you'd probably bleed out. Mm. And maybe it does that so it can flow easier through the blood. I, I don't know. I'm not a flumbalologist. And then you have an undes- unexplainable but. desired craving for brains. For brains? Is this the zombie <laughs> apocalypse starting? I don't know. Uh, there was a lady in the UK, or a UK lady... 
Uh, she weighs a little bit, you know, a little bit. She's 22 years old. She's kind of a little... <laughs> I love this picture. Like, a side-by-side, it says, half the woman she was. <laughs> she lost seven stone in five dress sizes after being humiliated. And I mean humiliated well, at Disneyland. She didn't lose a lot out of her tits, though, huh? Damn. That's good. Gigantic. I bet once you take that bra off, though, they're, like, sweeping the floor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dusting her knees. Oh, man. She's 22. Uh, she got rid of seven stone. And I don't know. You can do the A conversion. stone's, like, what, 10 pounds? Oh, let me see. Seven stone equals question pounds. Google. Seven stone, 98 pounds. Nine, so she no, lost almost 100 pounds. 9.8? 98 pounds seven stone oh seven stone okay i thought i thought you're looking so she lost 98 pounds after getting stuck on a water slide and then being measured to see if she would fit on a roller coaster in america she was at disney world she's from the uk but and i saw one of the headlines was something like if i'm fat in america i must be obese (laughs) like that's i mean america like we're fat fucks yeah i thought i was safe in america i thought i could go there and just blend in can you imagine though like you must be at least this tall to ride this ride and this wide and they're out there with like the measuring (laughs) like checking her shit out yeah do you need to buy two seats on this flight or maybe need to yes please Uh, She's 22 years old. She was in tears when she left Disney World after the staff pulled her out of the line, thinking she was too fat to ride this ride. Well, only in America would they have predetermined measurements if you can or cannot fit. If you can't fit fit in this box, the (laughs) fuck out of here. It's like your baggage when you check it at the airport. Your carry-on has to fit into this. (laughs) Your fat fucking wife has to fit in this box. Otherwise, go home. The mom of one used to eat three dinners every evening and is now barely recognizable, having dropped from 16 stone three and a size dinners. 20. So let's see. She was 16, 224 pounds. Oh, look at her way after picture, farther down. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. crazy. She's now a size 10. She says, it was my first holiday abroad. <laughs> abroad? Oh. Uh, <laughs> and I thought it would be the holiday of a lifetime. But instead, I ended up in tears, feeling like... Yeah, you're fat. Eating cow. myself out of depression. I wonder if she fucked her way skinny like that other lady. Could you? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <For that> Not <laughs> that skinny. Not that skinny. Mickey's just like, good Mickey's Lord. like, another one. But yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll put a link to this in the show notes. You guys can read all about it if you like. It's pretty uh, amusing. She lives in uh, South End, Essex. She's- lost seven stone and cut her calorie intake in half. She was doing 3,000 calories a day down to 1,500. She said, quote, I used to get the bus to the end of the road because I was lazy and got out of breath walking. Now I have bags of energy and love to get up early and do the housework. And bags of extra skin. Bags of meth. No more hit, no time to waste. Oh, meth. Oh, She said that she had friends that she hadn't seen in a year that didn't even recognize her. And because I they were totally under your gut? believe that, oh. though. I mean, look at those before and after pictures. She yeah, looks in, that's nuts. That little romper she's wearing, that black thing. Like, that's her? Yes. That chick. Like, that doesn't even look like the same girl. I know. She looks fucking banging there. And then look at Damn. that fat picture. Ugh. Could you imagine if you hook up with her here? And then end up with this. Just like, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Should have listened to my mom. <laughs> damn, those old MySpace pictures. Uh, New York had a go topless day. 
women there are seeking equal rights to bear chess, where all of the men showed up and said, yes, you can. <laughs> yeah, I heard there were all kinds of crowds of people, oh, men, sure. with their cameras. I'm sure. And stuff. Like, taking, you want, yeah, you want to show some tits? All right, go for it, bitch. Women That's have fun. nipples, too. Yeah. yeah. That's fine. Ours just I don't, don't have milk coming out of them. <laughs> uh, some two dozen topless women protested in a New York City park on a hot, sweaty Sunday. It's part of what they called National Go Topless Day to draw attention to inequality and topless rights between men and women. Why didn't Isn't I get, that law, why, didn't, why didn't I get a memo about this day? I know. <laughs> hey, it's still on. It's still happening right now. Jables in the chat. What's up, my man? Um, do you... Is this is is the whole topless thing? Is that it's more for men than for women, right? Because women could walk around topless all day and be fine. It's the guys that are going to be getting into accidents, being like, oh, boom, like hitting cars, or you know, like it's the men that will be distracted, not the women, unless they're lesbians. But then you know, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, I don't. Know. I think if it's you just did this show it's... topless, I would just be sitting here like completely distracted. Uh... <laughs> but if I did the show topless, like you would just be fine because whatever. But if we did this show topless if every we were day, both topless for a year or two, it no gets to the point. You, yeah, you wouldn't even notice. Like, who cares? Shave your head and take your pants off, or you know something, right? Like, right. It wouldn't. Think... So it's the fact of society saying cover those titties up for so long right. that now when we see titties it's like instant hard on yeah. raging clues yeah all, over your all face. women walked around topless it people could give like in fuck. africa well what in europe have you ever jerked off to a national geographic no because that's <laughs> gross and they're you know but there are looking. like there are um nudist colonies well not necessarily nudist colonies they don't walk europe, around with hard-ons in all europe day. they have um you they New have beaches? they have the same sex dressing rooms and stuff because it's just not mm. a big deal there to be because everyone in there's front of another person they're <laughs> don't like, matter you know i had a really weird experience at a uh what did they call it with their, when both people can use the bathroom it's not unisex co-ed it's co-ed yeah it's like a co-ed bathroom big and johnson i jumped in it was up at big mountain or whitefish mountain resort um it's always big mountain to me babe. <laughs> i know it's always big mountain me too <laughs> so i had to use the bathroom i jump out i run into this one i see that there is a woman's symbol and a man's symbol on the door i don't think too much of it because there are a lot of bathrooms that there's one stall in that you can either or sure, use yeah, yeah. i run in there i sit down there's no one else in there I get up to leave and I hear all these voices and I kind of look through the crack between the doors and it's like full of men and women. And I was like, what? Glory hole. <laughs> oh man. What the fuck? That's pretty awesome. It's very though. awkward. I walk out and like yeah. wash my hands yeah. and like looking at the floor and it was very weird. But I guess that's a common thing in other places. I think just because here it's so, you know, it doesn't well, happen. People here like to be so self-righteous and, and stand on these fake morals that they've somehow created or had instilled into them that like, this is bad and if you do this you're bad and it's like it's it's all made up it's all completely fabricated in their minds but like to them that's that's how it's supposed to be so then they pass it on and eventually it becomes a society well and that's exactly the thing that makes it erotic or a turn-on is because it's forbidden and you know oh you know i'm not supposed to be seeing this but i am I feel but dirty and I don't give aroused a fuck, at the if, same time. I have a dirty <laughs> boner right now. 
<laughs> if I'm out and the line to the girls' bathroom is like 800 people and there's like one person in line for the men's room, I will totally jump in there. You know, yeah, like, who fucking I've done cares? that in the women's. The guys' bathroom is getting clean. Like I'm in. Just yeah. And everyone's like, quick. oh, what are you doing going to the guys' bathroom? Like I had to pee. Did you see that line? Yeah. They're like, I don't know what they're even doing in there. What's your it's problem? <laughs> pee in peace. Jesus, sit on my lap or what? Let's do this. Right, but I'm sure most of the women that were doing this go topless day aren't women you want to see go topless necessarily. Right. <laughs> we say there is nothing wrong with the female nipple. Karen Heaven, an organizer of the event, told the crowd that quickly formed around her. You know what I mean. Ooh, heaven. She was wearing white pants and not much else besides a purse over her shoulder. My dog has six. I have two, but I can be put in jail for showing my nipples. It's 2012. What are we thinking? <laughs> shut up, Karen. Shut <laughs> Take Karen. your shirt off and suck this cock and shut up. Oh, it's already off. Oh, it's we're legal. Step well, <laughs> step two. Yeah, we'll skip to step two. <laughs> it is legal for women to go topless in public in New York City, but laws vary widely across the U.S. Heaven and her colleagues. I can't even. Heaven. <laughs> And her colleagues say discrimination is unconstitutional and they want full equality. You know what? When you get it and you get raped, then come talk to me about full equality. Uh Just saying. (laughs) Some guys, I mean, they can't handle that. This is not for you to be stifled. This is so that guys can actually get things done. And not worry about bumping <laughs> into shit, knocking books off the shelf yeah, with the raging We're talking about morons. the world economy here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, seriously, like, come on. <laughs> Several women wave signs saying "equal topless rights for all." So, oh, I wish Montana had equal topless rights for all. Yeah, right. Would be cool. I um actually asked a retired detective sergeant what the laws were considering nudity or uh, towards nudity in our county because um, there are different laws when you're on the water than when you're on land so I wondered if like you know there was different obscenity laws on the water than on land because <laughs> I don't, never Is mind my cons- <laughs> it's considered like like a vehicle though right like if you're in your car i mean i've driven cross country totally naked before just because it was so fucking hot and humid (laughs) in the midwest how do you live in the midwest it's so humid that it's disgusting i like taking my clothes off just driving my girlfriend totally naked every i don't know i've driven naked too it's kind of fun it's awesome (laughs) driving naked is the best until you like get a bee in the car or something like like, stinging your balls and shit I have a friend that sails, and we distracted other boats by, by, you know, we're like, all right, look, oh, we're going to win, you know. just titties smacking you in the face, going over waves and shit. (laughs) It was sailing, it's more Uh, classy. Jables420 says, they just wanted to let the girls out. You know, they just needed some attention. That's Uh, all. Right, but so I asked the detective sergeant, so what are the laws pertaining to this? Because we've been flashing people on the water, and I don't want to get, like, pulled over by the, you know... decency charge slapped <laughs> right. across those big old fat titties. Right. <laughs> and he said, actually, the obscenity laws are if you are intentionally trying to elicit a sexual response in another person, <laughs> then you're it's considered indecent... You're giving me a hard on right, right. now. Right, so it. then it's considered indecent exposure. So if you're oh. some fat ass that wants to mow her lawn topless... 
Go You're, ahead. Yeah, go right ahead. But no one's going to fight you. the second that incites a riot right. in my <laughs> pants, then that's indecent. Right. So I thought that was kind of interesting. interesting. So it's on the other person how they... It's on the flasher or the... the if you are intentionally trying to elicit but a sexual But what dictates response. intention? That's well, all relative. Like so the, it's up to the person who is getting flashed depending on how they receive it and what, possibly. what physiological effect that has on their body. But we've if had they some... throw up, it's fine. But if they're popping hard on woods all day, then... No, I don't think that matters. I mean, we've, we've had the local people that have... There's been a couple stories locally about guys that have pulled up to coffee stands with their cocks out. Sure. You know, and they are trying to elicit a sexual response Just in that coffee tip. girl. And they're clearly not about it. Why are it. all the That's coffee why girls called. hot? Huh? <laughs> right. Yeah, they're... they all are. Yeah, Weird, right? It goes both ways, right? That's right. <laughs> they were trying to elicit a sexual response in me. Because all the <laughs> ugly ones work at call centers. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> all right. Last story uh, in Sri Lanka. If you live there, you could find a job being a hangman. Very Ooh. light work. Only males need apply. He Here's just... your inequality right here. Just so, flashing titties, hanging people. What's that? So you like you pick a word and just draw lines, and you have to guess the letters. Yeah, and then when they guess wrong, you hang them. Oh, because they committed a crime. <laughs> uh, they say about 176 applicants are there, and interviews are going on today and tomorrow. Uh, this is the commissioner operations at the prisons department. He said only males are eligible for the post. Uh, the two posts fell vacant after one hangman killed himself. No, after one hangman was promoted and the other retired. <laughs> retired, Aww. if you know what I mean. At least 480 people convicted of murder and drug offenses could potentially be executed. There's been an alarming rise in child abuse, rapes, murders, and drug trafficking since the 25-year war against Tamil Tiger separatists ended in May of 2009. Uh, that prompted some lawyers and politicians to push for the death penalty to be reintroduced. Have you met my friend? The death penalty. You guys are going to be good buddies. So, pretty interesting. I mean, cool job, right? Hangman? I mean, come on. Sri Lankan hangman? <laughs> that's, that's, that's the kind of pimp you might... Uh, yeah, I think so. Get some poon. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for us. Lovely Thursday evening. I'm glad you made it. Yeah. We'll uh, maybe just do these shows on Thursdays. Who knows? <laughs> Who the fuck knows? But in the meantime, keep in touch with us online on Google+, on Facebook, on Twitter, stuff like that. All the info is on the site, thejamhole.com. You can leave us a message, 406-204-4687. Uh, while you're waiting for the next episode of The Jam Hole, check out our tech podcast, yet another techshow.com, attackoftheandroids.com, bufferoverflowshow.com, and our weed show, The Hot Box, which uh, will be Saturday, I think, hotboxpodcast.com. Thanks for listening, guys. It's been fun. Email info at thejamhole.com. All that shit's on the site, like I said. And we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye. You are listening to the